0: scripture, that the uh, records there are for our learning, for our benefit. And God in his word that's been protected through the centuries doesn't uh, gloss over and just give us perfected heroes. Um, He shows us real humans uh, struggling, many times failing, to uh, walk with God and be an expression of God. And we can benefit by taking note of patterns, both ones who um, f- were frail and stumbled, and those who uh, overcame and give us ones to Im- imitate, as Paul said to Timothy. Um, one um, example is in Acts chapter 2, verse 46. As you know, Acts is a record of uh, our predecessors, the new believers following the Lord after his resurrection. He's no longer with them physically. They're trying to figure out how to go on, and we can read their account as they try to learn to follow the Lord as the Spirit. Acts chapter 2, verse 46 says they continued, isn't that a nice word? They continued day by day. And this uh, term, day by day, is quite uh, frequently mentioned in the word. And we've said before on this time of fellowship that the Lord measures out our human life in days and uh, our continuing to follow the Lord like these ones in Acts 2 is day by day the next verse verse 47 and says that the Lord added to them day by day so as they were experiencing the Lord being filled with the Lord reflecting the Lord going on together in the Lord speaking for the lord the lord had a way to add to them because he wanted more just like them it says he added to them day by day this term is also uh, in second corinthians four sixteen, which describes something that we are going through as believers as the lord processes us From being fallen sinners to being regenerated sons and ultimately to be his full expression. Because as the word says, we will be full grown if we cooperate with this process. And in 2 Corinthians 4.16, it says we are being renewed day by day. And, you know, the system we're in and other things uh, will try to make us think in terms of years or months or even weeks, but I believe the Lord treasures and we should treasure every day. So, what we do with the beginning is very significant as to what will happen during that day. Um, What do you think the most important part of your day is going to be? Who's the most important person in your day? What would be the most important appointment in your day? Well, let's get a um, big help from Psalms chapter 5, verse 3. It says, O Jehovah, in the morning, in the morning, I will set forth my words in, in order to you, and I will watch. Psalm 90 verse 14 says satisfy us in the morning with your loving kindness that we may give a ringing shout and rejoice all our what do you think the next word is rejoice all our days so what a key to having a day that's meaningful to us and cooperating with the Lord's process. I believe I would like to have more days that are characterized by ringing shouts and rejoicing and satisfaction in the morning. There's just something about how we start the day that will Follow us through that day and make that day something that is cooperating with the Lord's process to renew us. You know how the Lord describes himself in the very last part of the Bible? Revelation twenty two sixteen says, I am the root and the offspring of David, the bright morning star. The Lord could have just said, I'm the shining one, I'm the star. But he says, I am the bright morning star. And then he says in chapter 2 of Revelation, verse 28, he says to him, I will give the morning star. Brother Watchman Nene shares in his one of his writings that the best time to meet the Lord, the best time to contact the Lord, the best time to fellowship with the Lord is early in the morning. And there's the examples of this even back in Exodus, Exodus 16. Our predecessors, the children of Israel, gathered their supply, their food, their manna as it was called in the morning and anyone who wants to eat god's food should rise up early now please don't think i'm trying to lay a, some kind of a guilt trip on you you've probably been there done that before but i want to give us today not only the foundation again of the importance of this and how to make our days really count but some very very practical help and how to get started that will help us avoid maybe some frustrations and broken resolutions in the past. If we want to have spiritual fellowship with the Lord and spiritual supply, we're going to have to follow this pattern of our predecessors and rise up early. If if we rise up late, just like with the children of Israel, the manna was gone. The early morning is the best time for fellowship. And if we would spend this time, this early morning before the Lord rather than with other things, we could spend the rest of the day approaching our normal human, many times boring, mundane activities with the sense that the Lord is with us, in us, and working on us. Um, So we need to set aside some time. What a difference it would make if we would consecrate, dedicate, and give as a love offering the first 15 or so minutes of the day to the Lord. You know, that was also the pattern in Leviticus. Those offerings, sacrifices, many of them had to be presented on a daily basis because, again, that's how the Lord measures out our human life. And when he says that he's the bright morning star, what does that mean? Those are interesting terms. Have you ever been on a, a camping trip and looked out uh, in the middle of the night Late, late into the night or gotten up to go fishing or go on a trip or something. And you notice about three or four, maybe five o'clock in the morning, which is really the night, of course, in our experience, that um, there's a little, little star. And it um, just is out there almost by itself. It's the bright morning star. And this is the time that we are in right now in the age between the the Lord's two comings. We're in the darkest part of the night. But if we are looking, if we're looking, we can find a bright morning star. Just like the uh, Magi did when they saw the little star over Bethlehem which was to lead them to God being with us. So now the Lord in this dark, dark age is the bright morning star. And we can find Him if we're looking for Him. Now when the sun comes up, there's plenty of light. And when the Lord returns, nobody will be able to miss Him. He will be the Sun but to the overcomers, to the seekers, to the looking ones. He's a bright morning star. Uh, This pattern of saying, Lord, I love you more than I do 15 minutes more in the bed uh, is something that we can also learn from even uh, the ones who've gone on with the Lord in past centuries. Uh, Martin Luther said, If I fail to spend the first two hours in prayer every morning, the devil gets the victory throughout the day. I have so much business, I cannot get on without spending the first three hours in prayer. And Luther always combined prayer with the study of God's Word. And this is a direct quote from Martin Luther. He, who, he that has prayed well has studied well. Prayer is the better half of study. John Wesley got up at four in the morning. I went to his apartment in London, and they've kept the furniture there. Saw where he would kneel with his Bible open. And from 4 a.m. to 6 a.m., John Wesley prayed, meditated, studied. Another good example for us in the 1700s was Charles Simeon. He devoted the hours also from 4 to 6 a.m. to be with the Lord. Uh, Bishop Asbury, who our Methodist friends have named a school after, he was uh, one of our predecessors in the 1700s. He said, I rise at four as often as I can and spend two hours in prayer and meditation. Samuel Rutherford, one of God's servants in the 1600s, says, I rise at three for this appointment with God. Watchman Nee uh, gives us some wonderful help in uh, his messages for new believers. He says rise up early, just make it a habit, and do several things. One is fellowship, one is praise, one is singing, one is reading the Bible, and one is praying. Now our brother Watchman he is not presenting this as an agenda to check off and go through fellowship, praise, singing, reading the Bible and praying. And he goes on to say, mingle all of these with one another so that we're in a unceasing communion with God. Um, you know, if you were going to an appointment with your best, closest friend, you wouldn't go with an agenda to check off this, that, and the other thing. You would be in a free-flowing, open, transparent uh, conversation. And that's how um, Abraham is described as a friend of God. And our brother Nee here is pointing out that, you know, just you are al- alone with the Lord, as the Lord himself referred to it as a closet, a private place where you can be in fellowship. You can praise him, even sing to him. You say, well, I'm not a singer. Well, he didn't say make beautiful music. He says, make a joyful noise. There are verses in Colossians, I believe, that says we should sing to the Lord. To the Lord. The Bible, most of it, can be turned into a prayer. Uh, back to the Lord. It it's could be praise. It could be thanksgiving. It could be repentance. But we take God's word, process it and turn it back to him as a prayer. Um, Another dear Australian slave of God from centuries past named McCartney spoke to a a large group of uh, those who were trying to go on in the inner life and he said, I want to entreat you to get up a little earlier to meet God over his word. Mingle that time with prayer and reading you pray and you praise and you praise and you pray and you will have a very blessed time and it's good in this time that we set aside not to uh, take on too much of the scripture this is not necessarily your bible study time that could be another time but maybe just a few verses that we thoroughly digest chew upon And um, try to really enjoy the Lord with. Try to really receive the most out of uh, God's breathing, as the word is described. Uh, There are some good helps to help us do that. Uh, One is called, My Utmost for His Highest. It's just a few verses and a couple paragraphs. Um, There's one that helped me so much as a new believer, I actually wore out the paperback version. It's called A Table in the Wilderness. And it's collections, again, of a few verses every day and a few paragraphs to have further light on those verses. And if um, you don't have access to something like that, let's get you started right now. You can go to Emana. Dot com and register. There's absolutely no charge. And every night they will send you an email waiting for you in the morning as you're looking for the bright morning star. It'll have a few verses of scripture and a few paragraphs that will help you appreciate those verses and enjoy the Lord even more. It's E-M-A-N-N-A dot com eManna.com. If we would give the first 15-20 minutes to the Lord every day, we could enter into this process of being renewed day by day. And the Lord would have a way to renew us, make us more and more like the prototype, the firstborn son. We're going to take a short break for a very wonderful announcement and opportunity, and we'll be right back with more fellowship.
1: Should I give my hard-earned money to God?
2: A woman came to him, having an alabaster flask of ointment of great value, and she poured it on his head as he reclined at table. But when the disciples saw it, they were indignant, saying, "Why this waste?" Matthew chapter twenty-six verses seven and eight. The disciples considered Mary's love offering to the Lord a waste. Throughout the past 20 centuries, thousands of precious lives, heart treasures, high positions, and golden futures have been wasted upon the Lord Jesus. To those who love Him in such a way, He is altogether lovely and worthy of their offering. What they have poured upon Him is not a waste, but a fragrant testimony of His sweetness. Scripture, Matthew 26, 7, and 8, and commentary from the New Testament Recovery Version published by Living Stream Ministry. For more information, visit lsm.org.
0: This is Lowell Jackson with a very special opportunity for you to get a three-volume set called The Basic Elements of the Christian Life. Probably about a dozen different chapters in these three volumes that are very short, very practical, that will help you in your Christian life. There is absolutely no charge. Here's some of the chapter headings in it The mystery of the human life, the secret of calling upon the name of the Lord, how to experience Christ in the moment, how to have a time with the Lord in the morning, a simple way that you can touch the Lord the way to approach the Word of God by turning it into a prayer. The series is called Basic Elements of the Christian Life, and it's yours absolutely free. You can even start reading it right now as they send the hard copy to you. Go to bfa.org. Basic Elements of the Christian Life. bfa.org. Amen. Apple, you make it so easy for us to have fellowship. Appreciate all the gifts in the body, especially yours right now. (laughs) And we're going to meet another member of the body. Have uh, some fellowship here with a dear sister who um, is a recent graduate Of FSU, I think everybody listening Eve knows about FSU, and her name is Eve's Luna. Did I say that right?
3: No, Luma. (laughs)
0: Luma. See, I don't use that very often, so I, I, I already messed it up. And but you don't spell. Eve's the same way that Genesis does, do you?
3: No, it's the French spelling, Y-V-E-S
0: It's the French spelling? Yeah (laughs) Okay, well I never took French That's my excuse for being uh, ignorant, okay? (laughs) So the the French version starts with the Y, right? Yes Okay Well, uh, you finished FSU uh, Well, let's go back Mm. Before you even started FSU How about giving us the, um, the short version? The reason I say short because <laughs> Doug's over there, you know, he's got his fingers. He's mm-hmm. got me on a time budget. So give us the short version of your life story. You know, not too short. Yeah. But.
3: Um, let's see. Um, I would have to go back to because I was born in Haiti and I lived there for, I believe, 10 years. So I guess my testimony started as a child. I really loved the Lord. Um uh, my mom used to take me to church every Sunday. So that was um basically my salvation um because um that church that I went to they kind of practice um um the 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 matter that each one has when we come together um in first grade in 14. Uh, but um so I would write down my name and they would call me so that kind of kept me going every Sunday just to sing to the Lord. Um, and eventually, I think in 2018, no, 2008, um, I I found that I was moving here to the U.S. to live with my dad for the first time. So that was a big change. Um, and he also took us to church and we found a church that basically practice that as well so that was really good um but eventually in 2008 um there was a big economic crisis so he was laid off so a lot of things kind of like changed in in the home environment um so i guess all my family members were saved during that time so that that was one good thing that happened but um after that things got harder so we all kind of just stopped going to church um And eventually um, my siblings and I, because my dad was working a lot and he was gone most of the time looking for, I guess, other jobs and other opportunities. So we were kind of left alone to care for ourselves. Um, So eventually I had to get a job like at at a very young age. So it was it was definitely hard. But then other things happened. Um, So eventually I ended up leaving home at 17. Um, and through that, um, I was able to find um, a, a transitional housing called Starting Right Now. They helped me because um, I was a really good student because I kept going to school when church and, and school was the two things that I grew up um, going to. So um, eventually, um, that's how I got to Florida State because I was such a good student. Um, I got a full ride to any Florida school in Florida. So, yeah. So I got to Florida State and even through that, I was going through a lot of things. So I, I, I guess had a hunger in my heart for the Lord. I realized in my heart, um, just, just, um, it was just a big hole just not knowing what was my life all about and just finding meaning in my human life and I remember one night I prayed to the Lord that he would give me a sign if he existed and um, what was life all about and I prayed and, um, eventually I met a group of believers, um, with the club Christians on campus. And those believers really opened the word to me. I remember I received my first, um, recovery version Bible. And what's special about this one is that they have the footnotes. And I remember I was reading, um, John chapter 19, where it talks about the Lord, um, when the, the soldiers that pierced the Lord's side out came water and blood and, then I realized, wow, you know, he not only died for my sin, but actually he released his life. And it is by this life that, um, you know, we grow as Christian believers because I thought for the longest time um, that I had to do something in myself to please God. But then I learned again in Romans, I believe, nine sixteen, it says, It is not of him who wills, nor of him who runs, but of God who shows mercy. Then I realized that, um, all the things that I went through through my family life, um, it was, it was God's mercy. Because through those situations, I became more open to the Lord to realize that I, I could not do those, those things on my own anymore. And my life would be full of dissatisfaction if I didn't believe in Him again and really, um, follow Him with all my heart. So that became my my supply even throughout my college years at FSU Um, because even when I graduated I thought you know having a degree would bring me satisfaction but then I realized only God satisfies so that would be my short version I don't know what more you would like to hear
0: (laughs) well you said that uh, you're the spelling you have of eves is french Mm -hmm, yeah so did you grow up speaking french
3: yeah so um yeah in haiti um they were um claimed the land was claimed by spain and then i think i believe they were colonized by the french so we speak creole um as the i guess the dialect but then um, french is the main language there so yeah i just speak a little french
0: Oh wow! And, yeah. the, and uh, your mom is still in Haiti. Yes,
3: yeah, she is. Does she yeah. speak English? Oh, uh, she doesn't speak English, but she she can understand French. Yes.
0: And uh, <laughs> you know, she. I think she might be listening on. Uh, was it Wave ninety four dot com? Right.
3: Yes. <laughs>
0: Maybe she's listening. Why don't you yeah. say something to her in French? Oh,
3: okay. So I have this verse. Um, it's John three sixteen in I've French? Heard of that verse. Yeah. So it's God so loved the world, but I will read it to you in French. Okay. So, uh, Jean Trois says, it says, car Dieu a tant aimé le monde qu'il a donné son fils unique a que quiconque croit en lui ne perisse point, mais qu'il a la vie éternelle. So it talks about how God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes on in him may not perish but have eternal life.
0: You know, Eve's. I've always heard that French was a very flowing. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, I never studied it, but a very also very romantic language. Mm. And I uh, there's a little booklet we use in the course over at Tallahassee Christian College on the Bible, and um, it comes from uh, Brother Witness Lee's mm. classic uh, first life study mm-hmm. of Romans. Mm. and where he's just uh, introducing the bible and he calls it uh, i think uh, the romance of a universal couple wow. and uh, you know I've, we, we don't think of the bible as a romance uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> but he's god's been romancing man all the way through the centuries and yes. uh, even he told our predecessors the children of israel you know that he, he wanted them to be His wife, Mm -hmm. and of course they were unfaithful (laughs) quite often. But you look at the end of the this romantic book Mm -hmm. called the Bible, and he's waiting for a wife, Mm -hmm. a bride. So it is. uh, That's wonderful that you uh, read it in uh, Mm -hmm. in French. But if you want to say something to your mom, go ahead. We'll we'll have to hear a little more French.
3: Oh (laughs) boy. Ma, uh, uh, if you're listening Je t'aime beaucoup Et je pense à toi beaucoup
0: Sounds good to me <laughs> I bet it sounds really sweet to your mom She probably never thought yeah. she would hear you In the USA, you know, on, on yeah. wave radio yeah. what, You know, what What made your You mentioned the club at FSU yeah. what, what made your college years Uh, something that you would want other college students to experience what was that Mm -hmm. like for you and what made it different just from going to class and and Mm -hmm. uh, you know eating dorms or whatever
3: well for me college was really hard because I was a first generation college student so pretty much the first year I didn't really know what I was doing what I wanted to do but then I I mentioned, you know, I felt like I had a big hole in my heart. It was because that I walked away from going to church for, or I guess, through my, I would say, later um, elementary and high school. So, um, finding a community of just believers who loved the Lord and was really, you know, after His Word. And that really, I guess, met a lot of need that I didn't know that I had. Um, yeah, I just remember... Um, I used to go to one of their Friday nights, which is a night where they have the students come over for a time of fellowship. We just eat dinner together. I remember after going each night, I there was just this feeling of just endless joy in my heart and I've never felt that um, in my life because I always been so busy with worrying, you know, what I was gonna do next, how was I gonna eat or, you know, just the anxiety of the age you could say. Um, but, but meeting with those believers and just the way they were in the Word, they knew the Word, that really encouraged me to. I guess pursue the Lord I felt like that was the most meaningful part of my college year just finding out who God is where he was not just my parents God but this was my God and I like you mentioned you know God is he's so romantic he wants a relationship with us and I guess when I realized that um just by getting to know him and knowing who he is and what he's after that gave me so much Peace inwardly, that even that even carried me out through my college years because I was free of anxiety of just being clear. It gave my life so much meaning. Even it was not just to get a degree to be someone, but um, to be a young person in God's plan. So that was much more meaningful to me.
0: Where where were these meetings you were going to?
3: Um, they were um with the club Christian on campus at FSU. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: And they meet on campus?
3: Yeah, they meet on campus. Uh, they had, um, I remember Tuesday nights, they would have the college meetings, and then Thursday they have the Bible studies, and then Friday they had the home meetings where they practiced um, the portion in Acts 242, um, where they met from home to home, and just fellowshipping and joining the Lord together. So that was really my salvation um, from all the things that you can be involved with in college. You know, that was... Part of my redeeming the time <laughs>
0: Well, you know, he was, I think a lot of uh, middle-agers and seniors, mm-hmm. you know, don't think well, I don't think college students would want to come to my house Oh, wow. Can you you, uh, say something about that concept?
3: (laughs) Oh, no, that please have us over. (laughs) It'll be great if you could open your fridge also to us. (laughs) Yeah, it's just good to have a home from home. I think that, that made a difference for me, just knowing that I have a group of people that care for me, that cares for my going on in the Lord, and even for my educational career, just to have... Um, a place you can go to, someone you can open up to and ask questions to about the Lord Because it's not easy, especially for our age, to find, I guess, a group of young people loving the Lord But then if you have, you know, patterns for you to follow, then, you know, the way is a lot more clear
0: Well, it sounds like it's right uh, right out of Acts, right? In oh, the yeah. Our brothers and sisters who mm-hmm. were... Probably thought they were doing some experimenting. How do we go on? What do yeah. we do now? The mm. Lord is no longer visible and with us. Yeah. And I love that those words: meeting day by day, by day by day, house to house, mm-hmm. continuing
3: steadfastly, steadfastly <laughs> <You know. laughs>
0: in the uh, apostles' uh, teaching, which we yeah. of course call the New Testament. Uh, mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Well, I want to hear more about what's happened since you graduated, but let's take a little break because mm. Doug Apple has some some good things to uh, bring us into, and we'll we'll be right back. Okay, you're not going to go anywhere. No,
3: sounds oh, good. No, okay. <laughs>
1: The church
2: the church which is his body, the fullness of the one who fills all in all. Ephesians chapter 1, verse 23. The body of Christ is not an organization, but an organism, constituted of all the regenerated believers, for the expression and activities of the head. The body of Christ is the issue of the Incarnated, Crucified, Resurrected, and Ascended Christ, who has come into the Church. By means of the Ascended Christ's heavenly transmission, we are made one with Him, and thus His body is produced. Scripture, Ephesians 1.23, and commentary from the New Testament Recovery Version published by Living Stream Ministry. For more information, visit lsm.org.
1: Hi my name is Penny and I meet with the church in Tallahassee. In Ezekiel 44, there's a unique phrase that says, You shall come near to me to minister to me. And it also says that the basis for the ministry to the Lord, the basic requirement for ministering to the Lord, is to draw near to the Lord. That no one can minister to Him without drawing near to Him. No one can minister to the Lord without approaching Him in prayer. Spiritual power is not the power of preaching, but the power of praying. How much you pray indicates how much inner strength you really possess. No spiritual matter requires more strength than prayer. If you would like to pray with a group in your neighborhood of twos or threes and pray with us, 850-692-9558. We meet in small groups for prayer all over Tallahassee and we welcome you. 850-692-9558.
0: I would just like to emphasize what you heard a few minutes ago from our sister Eves Luma about the importance of homes in God's move in his body, as illustrated in Acts chapter 2, and what you just heard there from our sister Penny, also talking about uh, getting together with other believers this is so crucial. That's This word fellowship is a sweet word. It's a flowing word. It's a supplying uh, description of what is happening between the head of the body and the members of the body. And if you would like to uh, meet probably some of your neighbors who are not far away from you, who love the Lord, love his word, be happy to get together with you, Just leave a message at 850-692-9558, 850-692-9558, or if you prefer uh, an email address where you can leave uh, some way for us to respond to you, it's Christian Connect Tallahassee, that's Christian Connect Tallahassee. Tallahassee, All one word, no dots, no dashes, no nothing. Christian Connect, Tallahassee at gmail.com. And we will do our best to uh, get better acquainted and help you uh, find some brothers and sisters who would enjoy your portion of Christ. And I believe you would enjoy their portion of Christ. <laughs> So, Eves, would you say amen to that? Amen. (laughs) You think this home fellowship, house to house, day by day is a good idea? Yes. Well, good, because it's not our idea, right? (laughs) We're just uh, continuing uh, steadfastly. Right. Um, Okay, you graduated. Mm -hmm. First one in your family, right? Yes. And, uh, wow, I want to clap, you know? Awesome. So the Lord was your supply?
3: He was. He sure was. supplied you through the body? (laughs) Yes. I don't know how I would make it without the body. (laughs) Okay.
0: So you got your FSU degree. and I did. Congratulations, and pick it up from there and continue this story here of you going on with the Lord.
3: Yes. So I graduated and I was planning to do my master's um, a year after, but I decided to take a two-year break. And right now I'm at a postgraduate school called the um, the full-time training in Anaheim. And I just actually finished my first term there. So, I'm just back visiting some of the saints who took care of me. Yeah.
0: Well, you call it a training.
3: Yeah. So, it's not to get a degree to be a, medici- a missionary or a pastor or anything, but just to give me a foundation to be a normal Christian. Serving the Lord, yeah.
0: And what's the day like in this training?
3: Oh wow, um, it's pretty packed. We have different classes, and we have our main service, and we just—it's just an atmosphere of young believers just um, giving their hearts to the Lord, just wanting to um, um, get really get to know who He is and what He's after. So it's been a sweet time of just fellowshipping with um, believers from all over the world. Yeah.
0: What are some of the courses?
3: So one of my favorite classes are on Tuesdays. Tuesday we have the full ministry of Christ, and we have the Word of God. So those have been my two top classes. So we have nine total. I don't know if you're going to hear all of them, but yeah.
0: What What's the full ministry of Christ?
3: So full ministry of Christ. It's my favorite because it talks a lot about Christ's person and work. so it talks about his um, work throughout the Gospels, uh, through his incarnation, and then it goes on through his um, his work and ascension. So yeah, my favorite. It's my favorite because I feel like. Um, most of my life I just knew that he died for my sins And that he's in the heavens You know, somewhere And then one day we'll go to heaven And for the longest time I always wondered if there was more But I f- I'm finding out there's a lot more You know, that he's doing He's so busy, you know, he went through that process to redeem us, but also there's, you know, he, like I mentioned that John, that verse in John 19 that talks about uh, the life, the water for life. And, um, I'm just seeing, you know, there's so much more he's doing. Um, in the heavens even to carry out the world situation so that his believers may grow in life so that he may have a way to move and recover the earth so it's there's a lot there but <laughs> yeah just been enjoying just seeing how a wonderful Christ and just um, who he is and what he's after and how we can cooperate with him so that he may have a way to move So yeah. that's the Monday
0: that's that's your, that's m- that's your just Mondays, Monday right?
3: that's just Monday what happens on Tuesday? Um, okay, no, no, Monday is a revival night from, cause we have a 24 hour oh, okay. break, mm-hmm. but then, um, Mon- um, Tuesday we have full ministry and, and Word of God. Wednesday we have the Gardening Way, which is just basically a Christian living and work. And, um, Thursday we have, uh, I believe it's, um, we have God's economy and body of Christ, and then Friday we have Spirit, the Spirit, and um, we have experience of Christ as life, and yeah.
0: Well, what is the way that God has ordained?
3: Um. Like we mentioned, and the person acts too, day by day, house to house. You know, that's how he he draws his believers to himself um, in the fellowship of life, just so he can have a way to move on the earth.
0: And you, and you mentioned a term that may be new to mm. believers uh, about experiencing Christ and yeah. uh, Christ's life.
3: Mm. Yeah. What, what,
0: how would you help a fellow believer uh, enter into? Uh, um, what, you, what you've what you been hearing
3: well one thing that's um fairly new to me um up until college was that um actually um when the lord died on the cross after his um, resurrection he became the life-giving spirit and we see this in um Second Corinthians fifteen forty five b, we see that he became the life giving spirit. I guess I've never seen this that you know we we are made of three parts, and um, as the life giving spirit, he's in our spirit um, to give life to our, um to us, and through this life, we are able to grow and just experience him, and just to um and this is to transform us into his image. I've been really. I'm um, really enjoying getting into that and in the training and seeing how I can day by day, you know, really experience the Lord and just, you know, because like he's he's the way the way to the father. Yeah.
0: You know, Eves, I've had um, quite a, a desire in this time of fellowship mm. on wave uh, 94 to help uh, all of us to start our day in a, in a way that makes a difference. Mm. So, how do you all start your day there in your in your regimen oh wow. what's the first thing and uh, what so, time
3: so we wake up every day at six a m that's right six a m so we get up um it's we have our morning morning um, time with the Lord so we have thirty minutes for fellowship, just singing praising, and um, enjoying god's word um, and then we come back at six thirty corporately to call upon the name of the Lord.
0: So is the first 30 minutes uh, private?
3: Private. Private. You can spend personal time with the Lord because I believe our relationship with the Lord, it's so intimate and so personal. When we take time to behold Him in the morning, that becomes our supply for us to go on.
0: What would you say to a believer that says, you know, that sounds... Wonderful. I'm not sure how to start that. When I, um. You know, with the Lord, I can't see him. He's yeah. invisible. He can see me. That doesn't seem fair. Um. How can I have a, a conversation, a time with someone I can't see?
3: Um, it's definitely hard if you're a new believer, but I believe my exercise is through faith. That's what the, what the word tells us. You know, we need to exercise a, a spirit of faith. Um, it's not easy, but you know, once you, you know, begin, you know, you could do 10 minutes, 15 minutes, just you make, it becomes a habit almost. Like if you take time day by day and eventually it just becomes part of your, your living almost.
0: And then you said after your private time with the yeah. Lord, then you have come we, together with some believers.
3: Yeah, so we we I have roommates, and then um, it's set up for us to come at six thirty to call on the name. It's like that verse in First Timothy, you know, to call upon the name of the Lord with all those. Yeah. When
0: you call His name, you get the person. You
3: get the person of the name. <laughs> <laughs> yes.
0: Now you mentioned also that uh, you're. Your training is not just to uh, dig deeply into the word mm. in these topics that you've mentioned right. but there's service involved what does that mean
3: yeah so we um, one way that we serve the Lord during this time is um, um, is through they have different um, I guess groups of people that we work with so we have the children's team we have the young people team which is junior high and and we have the campus work. Um, but our main focus is just being open to the Lord because the Lord needs to gain the worker before the work. So it's basically spending time musing on the Lord and then going out to just um, serve Him by taking care of others.
0: And these are college campuses in the in the area and, and oh, yeah t- uh, churches cooperate with your
3: yeah, so, working
0: with their little kids or something
3: oh yeah it's all um, through um, local churches that are around the area um, and they just um, we just go on we just jump in with um with the with the work there it's not anyone's work but one work <laughs> yeah
0: and what's your uh, Present uh, service
3: um, So I serve with the children And that's pretty new to me Because it's um, it's I didn't really have a view Of the children's work But I'm realizing more that the Lord needs A proper vessel and even the proper humanity So we spend a lot of time um, Coming up with material To preserve the vessel To build up the character um, So that when they are ready to receive the Lord The Lord will have a, um, a vessel Ready for Him so it's been sweet even um even for me, learning to you know be before the Lord like a little child to really see how to best care for um for the children because it 's not of anything that I can do in myself you know it 's all through through the Lord and by the lord
0: so you're cooperating yeah. with uh that term I think Paul used that helping the lord create vessels unto, unto
3: honor <laughs>
0: vessels unto honor
3: <laughs> yes <laughs>
0: there are different kinds of
3: uh, mm-hmm.
0: vessels right but right. there are some that can mm. be unto honor yes yeah and the value of most vessels is the content
3: right yeah yeah um,
0: unfortunately most humans don't realize mm. that they were made to be a container
3: right yeah
0: made to be a vessel mm. And I like what you said earlier that mm-hmm. uh, you realize there was just something missing right And one of the philosophers whose name escapes me at the moment just said that man meaning generic humans
3: mm-hmm.
0: has a god shaped
3: blank oh
0: in vacuum yes oh. it is shaped and only God fits in that
3: mm, right of course
0: we know it as, as the human spirit mm. it's been um Immobilized, deadened by sin, but God can make alive.
3: Right. Yes. In yeah.
0: His regenerating mm. process. Well, that's mm-hmm. uh, beautiful that you can cooperate with the Lord to prepare yeah. those vessels yeah, to been, receive the proper content. Yes, they were created for. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, it's been very sweet.
0: Well, it's it's amazing how the Lord wants to uh, mm-hmm. sh- shepherd. The, the little ones, Yes. the high schoolers. Mm. You know, when I was working, serving with uh, junior hires many years ago, I would just look, unfortunately, at the outward mm-hmm. and say, there's nothing getting in. These kids are not <laughs> interested, you know. They're yeah. not interested. <laughs> you know, they'd be yeah. turning around to write something on the blackboard, and they would mm. be throwing something, you know, across <laughs> the room. Yeah, uh, Just seemed like... Uh, you know, nothing was happening, but you know, that's as the scripture says, man mm. looks on the outward,
3: but God looks on the inward,
0: God looks on the inward, yeah.
3: Second and Samuel, we,
0: <laughs> second Samuel, right? Yeah, and if we um, have confidence, you know, in his word mm. and just faithfully dispense it speak it Mm. implant it with prayer Uh, the word does get in Mm. and i had a really exposing experience a couple decades later uh, when i went to a a conference of uh, christian uh, leaders church leaders and uh, i saw a little uh, huddle in the back of before the exits, hundreds of uh, Brothers mm. there And this little huddle of about uh, I think it was about four Middle-aged Brothers And they were had been sent There to this Get-together, this conference This uh, Gathering of church leaders By their Church with the confidence That uh, they had been Set apart Hmm. By the Lord To be a pattern hmm. To be useful in the church hmm. To go on And I realized that uh, those four Who were getting together there From all over the country wow. Were some of my worst Behaved junior hires.
3: <laughs> wow. <laughs> Your labor was not in pain. <laughs>
0: there they were. The, the Lord just spoke. Wow. You know, see there? There they are. <laughs> wow. Yeah.
3: It's a work of faith.
0: It is a work of faith, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. And the Lord says, mm-hmm. my word mm-hmm. will not return
3: amen. void. Wow. Right? Amen. <laughs>
0: so, uh, the Word, uh, if we release it, mm. um, we'll, we'll do an operating. Mm. Um, you know, as it says in Ephesians, the Word is the sword
3: mm. of the
0: Spirit, right? right. It yes. has its penetrating, uh, operating
3: mm-hmm.
0: p- power, and it'll, it'll do the work. If, and you know, if we believers mm. would just be more open mm. to letting the Lord speak, I think we would be surprised that there's a coworker, mm. uh, yes. There's a neighbor.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: There is uh, a young, young one
3: mm.
0: who might receive, right? You know, just mm. might uh, receive. Yeah. We had a guy who came over to our house today mm. to fix the um, the uh, what do you call it, the fireplace, and. Um, he, he did his job Fixed mm. the fireplace And then so we gave him A, a gift certificate That mm. um, probably he didn't expect Wow well. um, Because he was a You know Kind of Tough male You know <laughs> Talked about his Going fishing In his new bass boat And his uh, Pulling his With his pickup
3: mm.
0: Didn't look like The kind of person You would think You know Would be interested But we told him about the recovery version
3: mm. of the Bible. Oh, yeah.
0: How they would have some footnotes that would help him understand the Bible. Mm. And uh, he received it.
3: Wow. Praise
0: the Lord. <laughs> so if we just give the Lord a little cooperation. Mm-hmm. Right? He has yeah. a way. He has a way. He yeah. has a way. Speaking of the recovery version, mm. I think you've you mentioned it earlier. Yeah. What's uh, your recommendation, your experience with it?
3: Um. Honestly, Um. When I started reading the Bible again in college, the footnotes really, really helped me. And it was uh, because of the, the verse that I mentioned earlier, John 19, because at the time I was, you know, looking for more than just... He died for my sins. And then when I read the footnotes, I was like, wow, that was, you know, there was actually much more that he did on the cross. So that really like opened me up and really gained my interest, um, in the word because I was so amazed there was, you know, someone who really understood the Bible and it was not just their, um, just their understanding, but it was using the Bible to, um, translate the Bible or even to, um, define the Bible. So I was really, Amazed by that, and that really caught my, I guess, my attention. And I started reading a lot more. And the more that I read, it was like the the reality of Psalm um, 119, 130, The opening of your words, you know, gives light or, and give understanding to the simple. So it was just like revelation after revelation. That really, that Bible really helped me to see who God is. He was not just some God above, but I really. Got to see, you know, what's on God's heart. So that really captured me with the recovery version.
0: You know, one mistake that I've made, uh, Eves, mm. is that I uh, have moved right past mm. the outline mm. that if, is in the recovery version right. of each book. Mm. And, uh, I've only recently realized that uh, that is a treasure. Oh, yeah. Because it outlines the entire book that you're about to read, mm-hmm. shows you what the main focus of that book is, breaks it down into all the points, gives right. you the chapter and verse for all yes. of those points. Yeah. In too many years I've just <laughs> zipped right by it and gone on, you know, to start the yeah. first chapter and the first verse. But, uh, yeah. But those um, outlines mm-hmm. are just a treasure. Oh, yeah. And then, as you mentioned, there's the footnotes that will help you uh, not only apply the verses, mm-hmm. but also will help you understand some of the more difficult verses. Oh, yeah, for sure. And this, the signs mm-hmm. that are so frequently th- yeah. through the scriptures that point to a greater mm-hmm. reality than just uh, the, mm-hmm. the sign that's there. Yeah. And I think there's uh, thousands and thousands of references that help you to take a word Mm -hmm. or a phrase and see what is going on elsewhere in the Bible. Mm -hmm. And you mentioned something that is very important. Mm -hmm. How do we interpret the Bible?
3: we use the bible. <laughs> we use the bible.
0: The way to interpret the bible is with the bible. Yes. So we're going to give yeah. all of our listeners on Wave 94 mm-hmm. a free copy. Yes. of the recovery version. You can get one by going to bfa.org. That stands for Bibles for America.org and they will send you one absolutely free recovery version of the New Testament and it'll help you in your Christian life. Believe you say amen to that,
3: amen. (laughs) Go get you one.
0: (laughs) Thank you for joining us today.
3: Yeah, thank you for having me.
0: (laughs) It was fun. Yes, thank you, Doug Apple, for your help.